All You Need to Know is brought to you by no one. No one at all. Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and Isaac Bayer. Welcome to 2023, All You Need to Know in 2023. My name is Quinn Eaton. No DJ I'm Isaac today. Bayer. Isaac Don't Bay try and here. jump in front of me like that. He just got his because I was getting coffee. Okay, doesn't mean that that gives you the authority to jump in front of me and 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 say my name for. Okay. Me. In my defense, though, you said, "Hey, go ahead and start the intro while I go get coffee." I yep. didn't realize that you would be back as quickly as uh, you would. You were pretty fast getting your coffee from the kitchen. So mm-hmm. uh, I was telling people while you were gone. This is our first episode of 2023, so welcome. I'm honored. Welcome, all you need to know fans, uh, from 2022 into the year 2023, which is unbelievable. Can you believe it's 2023 if you just sit and think about it? Yeah. Yeah, I could probably. Okay. See, I'm in this weird spot where mentally, I feel like it's maybe 2016. 2008 Why is to, that? 2008 to me doesn't seem that long ago. And that's a personal problem for me. That's something that I'm working through with my counselor, but... I'm not, and it's not like I'm a 2023 denier. I accept you're a denier. That, I think no, no, no. It, it, I accept that it's 2023, but it just seems like the years are just going by like this. Bop, 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 bop. And there's a reason for that. I think, and let's go ahead and get a little deep here on the podcast. Let's get a little deep. We definitely know that we're not going to be getting deep with the topic today. If That's people are so clicking, true. people are clicking on the topic. Hopefully they did. Maybe they didn't because they saw the topic, but. I was told some at one point that time moves faster as you get mm-hmm. older because mm-hmm. each year is a mm-hmm. smaller percentage of your life. Does that make exactly. sense? Exactly. So if you think about it like this, let me, okay. let me, let me put this in an analogy. Well, I, I wanted to try to explain what I was saying there a little bit, but I'll let you go and then I'll go again. Yeah, because I think my analogy is going to make a lot more sense. Think about a pie. You like a pie? No, not really. I would rather have a cake or a cheesecake. Do you like a cheesecake? Yes. Now, if you had a cheesecake cut into six slices, you're probably eating one of the other of those slices. And you know, and you're saying that was pretty good. I'm satisfied, right? But if you've got a cheesecake and it's cut into 24 slices, you can't. You're having one of those and you're saying, Man, I'm not satisfied. So now you're gobbling up three or four of those 24ths, you know? So they go fast because you're gobbling them up, you know. Sure. That's how, that's how I would say life is a lot like that. And Life's a lot that, like a cheesecake. That fits into what I was going to describe it as, because I was going to say, let's say that you're, I don't know, four years old, right? And whenever you're a kid, it seemed like it was like, oh my gosh, let's go. Like, you know, waiting for Christmas, it seemed like it took forever. And now it's a blink of the eye, it seems like. But the way that it was described to me is, let's say that you're four years old, right? So that first year that you're alive, that's a hundred percent of your life is that one year the second year that you're alive it goes 50 percent, 50 percent, and so on so now that i am 24 years old i'm having my jeff gordon year right if you look at the percentage wise this as of up to today it's 100 percent of my life and this year as i'm 24 years old is some small percentage right i i I don't want to necessarily do the math and mess things up but it's very significantly smaller of a percentage than it was whenever I was eight years old or even 10 years old. 
We good? That makes sense. I think the cheesecake analogy works a little better. Okay. And we gave people two different options, right? It's like they're at a buffet and they said, okay, let's see. I, you know, I don't want that, but I'll take that or vice versa. Maybe they said, I'm not in the mood for this, but I do like this. And they could have gone for either analogy or description to hopefully make the idea that we were just discussing, which has nothing to do with today's topic, a little bit more clear. Now, hmm. when's the last time you've been to a buffet? That's a great question. We're going to dive right into that right now because I was thinking the exact same thing. Buffets are slowly becoming obsolete. You don't see them as much. That's true. I know. I know that there was a buffet, a famous buffet here in Draftonville, Kentucky, which is not a city, but here at all you need to know, we do believe that Draftonville is a city. We've been making Draft Vegas, push, they call yeah, it. Yeah, we've been making a push to get a post office there so it could officially become a city. Uh, we're still working on that. That's the, the gears are in motion though, but. There used to be a very famous buffet here in Draftonville, and they took it away and replaced it with this weird, fancy restaurant. And I'm not going to mention any names of restaurants because they're not sponsors. No, they're not sponsors, and so we won't do that. But a I remember, question. you know, they had a they used to have a, a Friday night seafood buffet. They had a, a Sunday. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They had a Sunday afternoon, like after church buffet kind of thing. I'm sure they that. made bank. And the, the idea with the buffet is you make things in bulk, you make things in the masses, and it doesn't taste as good, but hey, it's there and it's warm, right? And people would just go in <laughs> oh, with, their, with their size 46 pants around the waist and just slop stuff onto their plate. You, you would walk out of there and you would see people piling it up to where like they were having to balance it like the cat in the hat in that movie with Mike Myers, right? Except it was yeah. just like roast beef and chicken and mashed potatoes on the plate kind of thing. So you know, I haven't I haven't seen buffets as as, as often as I used to. Uh, and I think what, that's what a good you? thing. I no, think, I so think it's a good thing. You know, when it comes to a buffet, I'd rather go to a fancy restaurant. For the most part, in life, I find that quality is preferable over quantity. But I do like a little buffet action where you get salad bar, entree, maybe even a dessert uh-huh. bar too. I like. I'll that. never go to a salad bar in a buffet if there's or you can eat normal food. Why would you fill up on leafy greens? You don't like a salad bar? Absolutely not. Now, I'll happily eat a salad here at home. You know why? Because salad is 99 cents for mm-hmm. uh, iceberg lettuce. You know what? I can make like five salads out of that thing. And uh, it's, it's super it's cheap. Filling. Fills me up. You know, yep. makes my meals last longer. Makes my dollar go further. Mm. Mm. But, you know, there's times when you got to say, going to this buffet, I'm not going to that salad bar. I think before you go on. Well, I was going to say we have covered the topic of buffets before. I know that. Oh, is that fact. right? Yes. So this I wasn't is, on that one. So I was no, getting excited. And this, and it was a long time ago. It, no, it was early on in the process. No, we're not talking about buffets today. We still haven't gotten into today's well, then I should topic. Probably, we should probably stop talking about that. Then. Well, I wanted I wanted to briefly talk people about. Clicked on the. Yeah, and and, and they're going to hear about it. They're going to hear plenty <laughs> about it. But I do want to touch on whenever I went out and visited you out in Wyoming, you took me to a place in Denver. And it was a sushi conveyor belt. Now, uh-huh. whenever I say that, it'll probably uh, bring up a memory of Drake and Josh. For some people, it might bring up a memory of I Love Lucy. I think there was a conveyor belt thing, and that's what Drake and Josh based theirs off of. But it was nothing like that. We weren't packing sushi. We were just sitting at tables, and sushi was coming around to each table on a conveyor belt. And if we got to that point where... I consider that sort of a buffet, right? It's a moving buffet. 
But if uh, we got well, what is the pro- what is the premise of a buffet? It's just food that's out that you can grab. Yeah, but what's the price look like on that? Usually, it's just a one timer. Like you pay you pay twelve ninety nine and you get all the food that you can eat. So would it still be a buffet if the food was still out, but you didn't? If it wasn't a flat rate, you had to keep buying. See, that's that's a good question. But I just wanted to touch on. We're getting to the point where the buffet is being brought to us, and that's dangerous. If that it's starts, to, yes, if that starts to pop up more, then think of all those calories that you used to burn walking to the buffet line and coming yeah. back, right? Yeah. Especially if you all had those heavy, calories. If you, if you had a heavy plate too, maybe yeah. do a couple curls while you're walking back. Now the conveyor belt just brings you a, a big old heaping of mashed potatoes. Oh yeah. Or sometimes you go to a restaurant, right? And it's like family sized portions where they just bring like, okay, what do you guys want to order? A couple of different things. You get the fried chicken, the green beans and the coleslaw and they bring yeah. them out in these big buckets. And it's like you're eating at home, but you're out and it's more expensive than eating at home, which begs the question, why not just eat at home? But you, you don't want to do the work. Exactly. I got to chime it, in. I got to okay. chime in. Listen, let's we hear. can't end this without uh, something that you don't know about. Long Clearly. intro here, but let's go ahead. This is a perfect day wine 2K style. So a, bu- a buffet, flat rate, and all, and you walk to the the line for the food. Precisely, right? yes. The conveyor belt sushi is you pay by the plate. So exactly. It's different, but it's coming to you. And you say this is concerning. Quinn Eden, I present to you today a Brazilian steakhouse. Mm-hmm. It is exactly your greatest fear. You sit at the table, you paid it fifty dollars to get in, and they is a salad bar you can walk to, but they bring maybe twenty varieties of meat cooked in certain different ways. I'm talking different types of steak, different cuts of steak, lamb, chicken. Wow. There's pork, and they bring it on a skewer. That's the waiter's job. Is it's a big skewer, and the waiter will hit every table in a certain order. And you have a card that is on a green and a red side. And if you want them to keep bringing you food, you just have it on green. And oh, as gosh. long as you sit at that table. They bring you food for a flat rate. $50. I have been, yeah. Well, I mean, sometimes it's 50, you know, depends on how fancy it is. Um, they have the salad bar. They also, I went to a salad bar there once that had sushi. There was sushi you could get. And of course, a separate, separate dessert bar. Um, are we headed in the right direction? You're asking me or is that a rhetorical question? No, that's directed towards you. You, you see all of these people walking around and then you talk about some of these restaurants that you're talking about and it all adds up you know you know whenever you turn on the news and it and, it, and it's a story about like obesity it is a, mm-hmm. becoming a problem and it's just shots of like these people from the waist down like walking down the street isn't that terrible that people are just walking down the street and then they they could even be like oh my god that's me like they could be tuning into the news and be like oh my god I'm on the news and they use my body, not my face, mm-hmm. for a story about obesity. Well, maybe you shouldn't be so fat. Okay. And on that note, something that might help with that is a craze that is sweeping the nation that <laughs> we're talking about today. This is episode 246. Today's topic pickleball. like a local that's like a local news that's a local news transition that was a good uh, local news transition tonight's topic (laughs) we went straight from obesity to like well you might if if that was you in that video that we just showed 
then why don't you consider pickleball? It's like tennis, but for people that can't move as quick. Now, oh, what do you no. know about what do you know about pickleball, Isaac? Before we literally get nothing going on this, I no, I'm not even joking. I know you've never played. About, I've never even seen. It. I know you have to. It's a racket and something you hit. I don't know if it's a ball. It's I don't know if it's a badminton. Here's the deal. The, okay, what's and, it called? And what's we're the, gonna we're gonna lean on Wikipedia here. Oh, what's Wikipedia. What's that? It's, what is that? What's well, that? Hold on, hold on a second. I can't see you. The rocket. The rocket soccer. What is that? The thing that you use for a badminton? Badminton. It's, it's called, called a birdie. The, but no, it's not. Yeah. I don't I promise. That. But it's called the rocket socket, I think. Uh we're talking about pickleball, not badminton. There are some similarities. I, I've heard pickleball described as if tennis and badminton had a baby, is pickleball, right? And so pickleball is played on a smaller court than tennis, but I believe a larger court than badminton, but maybe it's the same. And I don't know. I don't really know. And maybe, maybe people are sitting and listening and saying, well, aren't you guys supposed to be talking about this and know these things? Yes. We aren't, a, well, maybe yes, but we aren't official with anything. Okay. I don't know if you've been listening to this podcast and in 2023, nothing's going to change, but pickleball, according to Wikipedia, which I love, is an indoor or outdoor racket slash paddle sport where two players or four players hit a perforated hollow polymer ball over a 36-inch high net using solid-faced paddles. Yes, a wiffle ball. Solid face? Opponents on either side of the net hit the ball back and forth until one side commits a rule infraction, which just means they don't hit it back over the net or they hit it out of bounds, something like that. So the thing about pickleball is... Even though you haven't played it yourself, apparently, and you haven't ever seen anyone playing it, you've heard it kind of come up recently, right? Um, you know, it's been a couple of years. How long has this been? When, when was it? When was it taken off? I'll tell you when pickleball was invented. It was in 1965 uh, by three, right. three fathers in Bainbridge, Washington, yeah. and they came up with it to entertain their kids. You can actually still visit. That pickleball court, it's the very first pickleball court, I guess, in the history of mankind. Uh, despite the name, pickleball has nothing to do with actual pickles. Um, I believe it was named that because of they named it after somebody's one of the family's dogs or one of their kids or something. I don't know. A child. And, and named pickleball. Pickle. Possibly. We're not going to rule it out. Okay. The name's ball. Pickle pickleball. Pickleball. Pickleball is almost equally as popular among men and women, with 53% of players being male, 47% being female. I was actually uh, asked about that at the mall the other day, so I guess that's where that statistic went to. But <laughs> I think that pickleball, and of course, you're, you're seeing it take off with young young people, older people, middle-aged people, right? I've seen, I, I've seen a toddler playing, and no. I said, I said, no way. No way. And they were playing. I, I went up and asked, like, is this for real? And the dad was like, This is for real. And then I played pickleball with him. I'm a big no, fan of not. I'm a big fan of pickleball. I actually got a, a pickleball. Uh, I don't think it's called a racket, it's called a paddle, even though that Wikipedia, old Wikipedia said that it was a, a racket slash paddle. But there's not it's not like a tennis racket where you've got the strings, it's just a solid, could be wood, could be plastic. Um, and, and like you said, it's played with a uh wiffle ball but that's weird i don't like that it, i never I have liked a wiffle ball you don't like a wiffle ball why not they're too uh limbs you they they the weight no 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 these area think these, about a tennis ball no no the no, weight no, no. carries it you're wrong on this because with a pickleball which i don't know if the pickle like if that's the ball 
you think that whenever people say pickleball, it's referring to the ball that they use? Is that the is that the pickleball? Well, tennis ball. Or is the racket the pickle? It's a pickleball ball. It's a pickleball ball. So it's not a pickleball. Because ball. you play tennis with a tennis ball and you play pickleball with a pickleball ball. Okay. That, that got me a little bit confused, but we'll continue to move forward here. Tennis but... is played with a tennis ball. Yes. Pickleball is played with a pickleball ball. I guess so. I guess it only guess, makes sense. I guess we will conclude that is a it's called the pickleball ball. And you have a, a paddle and um it's not it's not as big as a tennis racket. That's it's probably I would say maybe like three quarters, paddle. three quarters of the size. Um it and I would say this is very similar to ping pong. Now I love ping if, pong. If you had the choice between ping pong and pickleball, what ping would pong. you choose? And you don't even have that? to ask. It's ping pong because I've I uh, I love playing ping pong. Played a lot of ping pong uh, over the years. Mm -hmm. I got really good at ping pong once. Whenever I was in a I was in a particular school. I was at a training uh, center, and uh, you know there wasn't a lot going on. Couldn't really leave too much. And uh, all I did for hours every day was play ping pong. And I had to say, by the end of those three or four months, I was nigh unbeatable. I like a good game of ping pong. I Some people it. call it table tennis. Which one I don't do you like prefer? That. Ping no, pong. It's ping pong. It's better. ping pong because you know what? We got to break away from the tennis vibes. Is it called ping pong because of the sound that the ball makes when it goes back and forth? Like ping pong. Is that how it was named? Do you know? I don't know. I don't know. I'm thinking probably that's because that's what you're supposed to yell every time you hit it back and forth. Oh, that's right. And one and player is ping. One player is pong. Yeah. And people don't really remember that if you actually no. go into the, the handbook and read about it. But ping pong. pong! Anyways, anyways, pickleball. Getting back, getting back to the topic at hand. Pickleball has really taken off because I remember whenever I was probably a freshman in high school, that oftentimes in PE class they would make you run through these different cycles, right? So, like for two weeks you might do basketball, for another two weeks you might do blah blah blah, yada yada. You know, one of those sessions was pickleball. And I was like, I don't want to play pickleball because at the time I was just, you know, an arrogant high schooler. I said, let me just hoop. <laughs> let me just hoop. You know, I, I hated basketball. basketball. I hated basketball. Okay. And that's that's fine. Hated it. Everybody has has their own. Oh, preference. still do. Anyways, I remember I was like, I don't want to play pickleball. And then as soon as we started playing pickleball, I loved pickleball. But that was the only place that I feel like you could play it. I had never heard anyone else outside of physical education class ask about pickleball, say anything about pickleball, but it clearly had kind of made its way across the United States for PE teachers to know about it. And I think that that played a big part in the boom that pickleball has seen in the past five years, because now, and this is a fact, it is the fastest growing sport in the United States, pickleball. You've got professional leagues popping up. You've got communities building pickleball courts for people to play on. It's it's fascinating. And you drive by and you see, you know, a couple of old codgers playing pickleball and yeah. you say good for them. Right. What because you? what about me? What's the question? What about you? You're talking all this game about pickleball. The old codgers. I'm not an Have old you codger. Played? I've played. Do yeah. you play? I told you I got a rack or not a racket, but I got a paddle for Do Christmas. You play? And I play when I can. But the only bad part about uh pickleball is that you have to have other people to play with and as you know i don't have a lot of friends so that's the biggest struggle for me i don't DJ's not around much 
DJ DJ's coaching. He's very busy. That's why he's not on today because he's got a lot of basketball stuff going on. We're having a little trouble with the scheduling uh, of the podcast for those that are tuning in and saying, I want DJ pig back. Who's saying that we're getting there. People are saying that there, there are people, but with pickleball, you have to have people to play with. And now if I want it, I don't want to commit to a league because I don't want to have to do that all the time, but it feels like that's the best way if you want to play with other people, because then you get to know them. And then you might say, Hey, why don't we go grab a ham sandwich and play some pickleball at like three o'clock on Saturday? That's a great idea. With, you know what? At first, I was skeptical, but you just saying that really brought me around. That one says really brought the ham, me around. The ham sandwich, in addition to pickleball, might kind of get you interested. Is that what you're saying? A ham sandwich before 3 p.m. on a Saturday pickleball session? That just sounds... It gives you a quite, little energy sounds for the quaint. pickleball. Yeah. Now, with tennis, usually there's a little bit of skill involved, right? Because you have to be able to move. You have to do the front hand, back hand, and be able to carry the ball for, like farther distances. With pickleball, it's a condensed court. And so that's why you're seeing it played by a lot more uh, of an age demographic because you're not going to see an 80-year-old codger out there playing codgers, right? Yeah. But you might see him playing pickleball. And I think that that's, that's great. If it's, if it's providing a sport that as young as a toddler, getting out of a stroller can play all the way to somebody that's just got a couple years left of their life and it's giving them enjoyment, hey, I'm all for it. Let's go pickleball, right? What about, I mean, you know, I guess that's true. You know, I can't argue with that. But what about the one-man sport against the wall? What's that? It's called like... like Racquetball. No. Is it? No, it's got a funny name. It's called racquetball. It's called like spud something. Spud. Spud muffin or something. Oh, spud knocker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Is that it? What you're talking about is is something completely different. And that, that came from Ireland. And that was something that was brought over whenever the immigrants came to Ellis Island was, was spud knocker. And they used to actually use a hardened frozen potato. This sounds like you're making this up. No, 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 no. This is a hundred percent true. I've never played spud knocker, but I've read it. just hit it against the wall. It's like playing tennis with yourself or pickleball with yourself. And racquetball was derived from spud knocker. So you're exactly right. And it's, and it's a good point that you brought up. Uh, But like I said, originated in Ireland. I don't know how long ago, probably probably in the 1800s, early 1900s. But what I was kind of getting at with pickleball is it's yeah. a condensed court. It's it's competitive. It still gives you the feeling of tennis, but you don't have to move a lot. There's a little bit of lateral movement, but you're not chasing anything down. You're not tearing an ACL playing football or pickleball, uh, we hope, right? I mean, if you, if you tear an ACL playing pickleball, then you probably just need to hang it up and just watch television or write a book or, you know, read something like that. Right. Go to a buffet, go to a buffet. Maybe that's where you belong. If you tear an ACL at a buffet, could you imagine? If you tear an ACL at a buffet, I couldn't in good faith. I couldn't make a joke about that. I can't imagine it. I can imagine that somebody had maybe spilled a little mashed potato with gravy on their way back to their table. And you're coming back (laughs) from the buffet, a little leg slip. slip. And then Uh-oh. you try to catch yourself with the other leg, ACL popped. And then you fall Uh-oh. down and, and the green bean casserole goes everywhere. And people are over there to help you up. And you're like, I tore my ACL. And then people go, you tore your ACL? And then you go, I tore my ACL. And then people start like chuckling, like you tore your ACL. <laughs> and you go, I tore my ACL. You said, and then, and then you say, I, you, did you see the gravy? There's gravy. Yeah. And then you would, say, you would say, I'm suing you. You should have had this cleaned up. And then they say, you can't sue us. 
And I, I would say, yes, I can, because I hurt myself because of your incompetence to clean up the, the potato with the little gravy. And they would say, let's go to court. So then next thing you know, your oh, court date comes up in a couple out. of months, right? And you go you're up to testify and, and the lawyer says, yeah. now, sir, let me ask you a question. And I would mm -hmm. say, okay, I'm here. The lawyer would say, would you say that whenever you go to a buffet and you eat a lot of food and you have a tummy ache, would that be your fault or the restaurant's fault? This is the court saying this? Yeah. And I would say. This is the prosecution? Yeah. I would say, I, I don't think that it would be necessarily anyone's fault. It's just the nature of the buffet. And they would go, aha. So you're <laughs> saying that the buffet does not Wait. take responsibility for a tummy ache. I would say, no, that would be my fault. And then they would say, so what's the difference between you slipping on the ground on some mashed potato and gravy and a tummy ache? And I would say, Shit. and then I would not win my, <laughs> my, my settlement, which I deserved. I'm glad we played through that. Yeah. I would deserve a settlement, but I wouldn't get it. You know what I'm saying? Probably, unless you hired the O.J. Simpson's lawyer. And then I don't know how that would work. But getting back to pickleball, because I were we I talking apologize. about pickleball? We were, and then I said something about tearing your ACL and pickleball, and then tearing your ACL at a buffet. We just keep going back to the buffet, which is something that I naturally do whenever I'm at a buffet. But I want to say that the thing about pickleball is it's a little loud for me, and a I'm actually loud. it's a little loud because remember that? it's a plastic slash wooden paddle, right, with a wiffle ball. That's a loud noise, right? It's hitting crack. the ground. It's hitting the ground. It's cracking off of the paddles. I actually read that there were people building pickleball courts in their in their yards, you know, because they like, hey, why not? Let's just have one here. And then there are these neighborhood ordinances that are putting in rules that say, hey, you can't build a pickleball court or you can't play pickleball past eight o'clock because it's really? so loud. Yeah. And that's the truth. That's the God honest truth. What if you're trying to sleep in? And you live in the vicinity of a pickleball court. See, that's where you didn't ask for something, but you got it, right? And sometimes that's how life is, right? You might not ask for something, but you get it. Or whenever you are asking for something, you don't get it. And so in both cases, that would work for you have a house and a pickleball court pops up next to it, and then you can't sleep past 7 a.m. What if you sued the city? I've already went through a, a situation where I, I took someone to court if you wanted to explore this, I would allow you to kind of walk it out. But actually, I am legally exhausted at this moment. I don't, I don't, probably best that I don't do that. So if there was a situation where you thought that the pickleball court was bothering you to the point where you couldn't sleep, maybe it, mm -hmm. it, it, that then affected your eating habits. Maybe that then affected oh. your love life, your family life, right? Yeah. Then you could sue. And there is, there is, a thing that you can sue for there. Do you know what that is? Now I'm I'm no lawyer. I'm no I lawyer. Taking a couple classes. I don't you know. Sue the city or whoever put that pickleball court in place. The parks department. The parks department for infliction of emotional distress. Because that pickleball that court. That pickleball court. The loudness of it, the rowdiness mm. of it, which is mm. oftentimes, if you have pickleball, it's going to get rowdy. It's, it comes hand in hand, right? You would sue for infliction of emotional distress because you can't sleep. And sure. because you can't sleep, you've lost your appetite. Because you've lost yeah. your appetite, you don't have energy to entertain your family or even right. talk to them. 
So you just go straight to bed, hoping to God that you can get to sleep before the pickleball starts up. Yeah. And if you don't, you know, you look, you, you can't, you know, you're losing your appetite. You got to go to the buffet, to the buffet or and get that and try to get that back. Or you maybe even try to infiltrate the pickleball community from the inside. And then you're oh. the person saying, Hey, how about a ham Sammy around three o'clock at the pickleball courts? And that way you get wow. to eat, you get yeah. to have a ham Sammy. Uh-huh. And then maybe you start to insult these people that are playing pickleball with you. Right. Uh-huh. You say things such as you're the worst pickleballer I've ever seen. I've never seen someone pickle a ball worse than you. Wow. Why Boy, would you say that? You better shove that ball up your pickle. Things like that. Oh. Right. You and can't now, say that. Now, I, I, I am just saying that in a situation, a metaphorical sense, right? I would never say those things. No. But that, those things might be enough to drive away the pickleball community. Next thing you know, no one's using the pickleball court. So the parks department comes in and says, well, we've got to repurpose this because this was a big waste of money. What do we do? They put in a Buffalo Wild Wings. And now, voila, you've got, voila. You've got wings. Is that how that works? Distance. Yep. That's how. That's exact. That's the series. That's the specific series well, of events that occurs. How that worked is like I was Doctor Strange and I went in and looked at all the different outcomes future. that could come yeah. out, and that was my favorite one: having a Buffalo Wild Wings put in next door. Uh, you know, now this is this whole thing is really making me think that the next episode we do together should be uh, just legal procedure and advice. I think that that wouldn't be bad. Um, I think it would be better to say we should give legal, legal counsel, legal proceeding, role play, and then well, well and, I'm thinking and not counsel, in that legal not, counsel, not in that sense of the word. Unlicensed. I, I, I felt like you thought that there was some sort of sensual direction with that. It wouldn't be like that. It would I just be I, like, well, here's the situation. I'm someone that is suing because my cat ate uh, a, a bad potato from the grocery store, right? And you're the grocery store. The, the representative of the grocery store. Are we so going then, through this one too? Huh? No, 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 no. But if we were to in the next episode, <laughs> then we would both act out our parts. I would oh. be furious because my cat got sick, possibly even died. Right. We're not and sure. And I'd be a cat. And you would not be the cat. You'd be the representative for the grocery yeah. store. The cat would probably not need to be represented in the podcast form. That's all I'm saying. Oh. But pickleball is the fastest growing sport in the country. <laughs> might even be the world. I haven't heard. I haven't checked up on it. Whenever I was asked, you know, I was talking about that statistic that I read earlier was like 53% males, 47% females. Yeah. I was walking through the mall and they said, excuse me, sir, can I ask you a couple of questions? I said, sure. Why not? Because I'm always hopeful that it'll be the family feud gang. Turned out not to be the case. Oh. But what it was, was questions about pickleball. They said, have you played pickleball? I said, of course. This I is what pickleball. puts you on the topic. Yeah. For the week. They asked me, would I play pickle ball while I'm pickling? And I said, if I needed to kill some time pickling, I might play pickleball. They said, have you ever eaten a pickle before or after you played pickle ball? I said, undecided. Certain questions I didn't feel comfortable. Undecided. I didn't feel comfortable. But one of them that they asked was, do you think pickleball is too loud? Do you think pickleball oh. is too soft? Oh, well, I didn't answer you to those questions. I said undecided for those as well. well and then I've... they said, and this is how they they must have gathered this information because they said, do you believe pickleball is the fastest growing sport in the United States? And think of it like basketball. You said no. 
Bat no basketball, it feels like it's already grown, right? Football, it's it's grown to the extent where it's probably gonna start kind of decreasing in in popularity, right? But pickleball, you don't baseball. hear about it. You don't and baseball, it's it's its own thing, right? We could talk about baseball. We've talked about baseball before in the podcast, but pickleball, the simplicity of it, right? You don't need a lot. You could go play on a tennis court, which I, I do feel, and I will make this point. Tennis courts are longing for the days before pickleball because now they're being used for pickleball more than competition. tennis. Competition. And if tennis courts could feel feelings, that would be one, is a longing for a tennis ball to hit it rather than a hard, loud wiffle ball. Yeah. And I think that's the honest truth. And I can't argue with that. I can't even say I blame them. So after this episode, do you feel like you'll be more inclined to play pickleball now that you have more information? Absolutely not. Okay. But it was great to talk about it because, you know, I didn't know anything about the pickles, uh, the pickleball ball. I didn't pickleball as a whole. I didn't really know about the pickleball ball either. And I'm glad that we discovered that, but it kind of shocks me. Somebody called uh, P2B. That's what they call that. The P2B. Yeah. And I I know that's a popular phrase just to shorten it up because the pickleball ball can be a lot to talk about. It's a mouthful. Pickleball ball. If you you are talking in conversation, you say pickleball ball a couple of times, you might say P2B because it's just a little bit quicker. But it's surprising to me that after all of this conversation about pickleball and the various things that it has going for it, that you would say, no, I'm not interested because I mentioned it and I will mention it again. It's the fastest growing sport in the country. Is that even the the fastest growing sport in in the country? Yes. And people love it. They can't get enough of it. I I recently read a a news story, and it said that someone was hospitalized because they played pickleball for 48 hours, and they didn't even realize it. They were just there hitting the pickleball back and forth, and then they got dehydrated. two cycles of the sun. They got dehydrated because they hadn't stopped, and they were just playing pickleball. for 48 hours. They were pickling, and they were balling. And then all of a sudden, they all say, guys, what's going on? They got worried. They right? said it's a Saturday. It was yeah. It was almost like a mini stroke. They didn't even stop for a ham sandwich, and then the police, the the ambulance came, picked them up. They were all fine, thankfully. But that was one of those tragic stories that you that came out of pickleball that you hate to see. But stuff like that happens. I guess so. And you know, it's our duty to uh, shut down these pickleball courts so people don't do that. I think I'm that's not, the. No, no, I no, think no, that's no. the message of the of the I'm podcast. Not, today. I'm not anti pickleball. I'm for pickleball. I, I think that if, like I said, I don't have a lot of friends, so I can't really play it that much. But if I were to gather up a group that were interested in pickling the ball, as they say, I would That's be. What they say? Well, some people say. They shouldn't it. say that. They shouldn't say that. I would be ecstatic about it. I would say, hey, let's go, let's go pickle that ball, motherfuckers. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I didn't. I I just got excited thinking about it. So, I listen. If we. <laughs> Listen, have we exhausted this? I think I think we have. Well, we've exhausted the topic, and I've also been exhausted legally. And I'm going to have to remember that thing that you brought up. Maybe doing some legal counseling, yeah, role playing, giving some situations for yeah, hubba hubba, giving some situations for the audience to kind of explore, and maybe they could even uh, look to if they were to get into a legal scuffle. They they could say, hey, I'm going to make sure that I source all you need to know for this case because they brought up something that was very important. That's a good idea. But pickleball. Uh, let me say it just one more time to drive it home. The fastest growing, fastest growing sport, sport in the in United America. States and possibly yep. the world. Possibly and the it's world. the second fastest in, in Canada. I know that for sure. But pickleball, if you have a racket and a wiffle ball, 
you can play it on a tennis court. You don't have to have a lot to do it. Wake up your neighbors. Wake up your neighbors. Play some pickleball. Pickle that ball, as the kids are saying. That's going to do it that. for this episode I of All You Need to Know. My name is Quinn Eaton. I'm Isaac Bear. And this has been All You Need to Know. This has been All You Need to Know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at allyouneed2no00 at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And tune in every Wednesday because here at AYN2K, we've got you covered.